Good afternoon, Bards Nation. How are you all doing today? This is Tuesday, October 25th, 2022, and this is Duncan McGregor from Kilted Christian. I will be uh, hosting Bended Knee for this week, and we've got some shows that will be running through the night. Uh, Scott's got some phenomenal interviews that are coming up. Uh, Dr. Lee Merritt's got a double day, um, as well as Brad Cummings, who I will have on my show live this evening. But Scott is on another journey right now and is having an amazing time. I cannot wait for you guys to hear the stories that are already unraveling about this trip that he's on right now. Pretty amazing. And things are kind of lining up. The reason I'm doing this show today is the importance of understanding and recognizing the great deception that is happening on this earth and the importance, the absolute importance of keeping your eyes focused on our Lord Almighty and God. The only truth that we can really stand by is within that scripture and everything on this earth is designed to absolutely 100% deceive us and to put us off in the wrong direction, which is important, like I said, to keep your eyes on Christ and not to be pulled into the enemy's war, but to be ready and standing by for God's war when when his call comes, but not before that. So I've got a quick little video that I'm going to, or audio that I'm going to play for you real quick before we get into our prayer. And this kind of goes over everything, part of the great deception that's happening in this world today, kind of broken down very well. The United Nations Agenda 21 Sustainable Development. It is the inventory and control plan. Inventory and control of all land, all water, all minerals, all plants, all animals, all construction, all means of production, all food, all energy, all information, and all human beings in the world. And this is a plan that was agreed to by 179 nations back in 1992. It's a United Nations plan. It's called the Agenda for the 21st Century. And so many of us around the world think that oh, sustainable development, it just sounds so great. Isn't it about recycling and creative reuse and creating energy and food resources for everyone? And the answer is no, it really is not. It's about moving populations into city centers, concentrated city centers, and clearing them out of the rural areas. It's constructed of non-governmental organizations, corporations, and government in order to dictate and regulate what it is that happens around the world. Regionalization is the stepping stone to globalization. And globalization is the standardization of all systems. All systems have to be brought into harmony in order to control them all. And the goal of Agenda 21 is one world government and total control from a central unit. The principles are public-private partnerships, which is fascism. And this is how it's implemented on the ground, is through this joining together between corporations, non-governmental organizations, and governments in order to cut out the actual individual, your voter, and instead to take that to a level where we literally cannot penetrate. This is a corporatocracy. It's a totalitarian state being developed right now all over the world. While we are moving towards the end game, we are not there. And this is the opportunity that all of us have now to stand up, to speak out. We are free and we need to continue to be free. And I do believe that we will win, but we have to become aware that there is a fight. And she's very right. And this is one thing that we just have to keep in mind is who we are dealing with, knowing your enemy. And the devil is about as cunning and deceptive as it could possibly be. 
So when you think about the things that we're watching right now that we're seeing unfold just right in front of our eyes from the plans of the WEF, global dominance, um, time to take control of the entire world, one world government, um, one world religion, everything is moving in this direction and we see it. It's right in front of our eyes and we are quite aware of it, which is why we need to be extremely, extremely cautious because walking into this war, you have to remember how deceptive the devil is. He's more cunning than any one of us are. So when we start to recognize a plan, we have to wonder where the real plan is. And this is where things are becoming extremely dangerous in this world right now is that we see things, a lot of people putting out hope. We've got white hats that are coming to save today. And it brings us right back to the, the double faction of evil that Scott has mentioned many, many times on his show, that we've got a dark side and a light side to this evil. And the light would be, the light bearer would be Lucifer himself. They still work together. It's no different than a battery. A battery has a negative side and a battery has a positive side in order for that battery to be able to function. And this is exactly what we're dealing with right now on the dark side. So the problem that we're seeing right now is everyone is so aware of the, of what's happening, the destruction, the chaos, and what they're trying to push us through that we are going to be running towards what we perceive as a savior. And the only savior, and we know the only savior is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the only one that's going to be able to fix the calamity and the chaos that's taking place on this earth. But they're going to have people like Trump and, and other people that are going to kind of swoop in at the very last moment. And they're going to come in and, and quote, in our eyes, save the day. And many people are going to fall for this. Even the Bible says specifically that many Christians are going to fall for this deception. So when it's so open and so recognizable right now, once again, it is an evil presenting itself and pushing you right into the arms of the other evil that we don't notice, which would come in a guise of a savior. Revelation talks about this very specifically, you know, that, you know, at the very first when the Antichrist makes his appearance that there are going to be many people that are fooled for this. They're going to be loved by the world, and that would be including Christians. And this is kind of seeming where it's kind of looking right now where this is all completely lining up. And I've got another quick little video that I'm going to play before the prayer of a guy who kind of explains exactly this, of how we're being fooled into thinking that there's going to be a faction of people on this earth that are coming to save the day, when in ultimately what's happening is we're being led into a worse evil than the one that we're recognizing at this point, and a lot of people are going to fall for it. Listen to this. <clears throat> Do you know what they're doing to you? You know how you can go on TikTok now and see all this truth being exposed and get ready for the great revolution we're about to tear down the government and we the people are going to win don't you understand that they gave you that information that we know everything that they've been doing and all the lies and corruption and and the media and hollywood and all of that do you realize they gave that to us and now they're flipping the script so that you think that we're tearing them down so that when the new thing pops up we're going to trust the new thing yet again because it's not going to look like the old thing we don't trust anything that looks new and don't trust anything that pops up next because that's the whole point is to get you to stop trusting in the old system so they can implement the new he is dead right, and this is something to take heed to, is if we can recognize the deception of the devil, I can promise you that's not the real plan. The devil is a whole lot more cunning than any of us are. So what's happening is they're 
doing this little delicate dance and they're fooling the world. They're, they're showing you how evil the evil is. They have you running from it into the arms of the real thing, the new thing, the thing that looks better or appears better at first. But it's the same goal. It's transhumanism. It's changing this world. It's complete control. It's um, you know, biosynthetics and all this other crazy technology that they're walking to. They call it science, but it's nothing but a refamed version of what they used to call magic. Once people become aware of things, the devil has to change his plan. And in this case, you were staring right at a very, very open evil. And like I said, even Christians are going to ultimately end up falling for this, um, many of us, which is why it's so important right now to keep your eyes on Scripture, to keep your, guy, your eyes on God, to understand and pray for that discernment every single day so that God can grant us and keep us on the right track and keep us from being full from this because it's about to get crazy, guys. But it is 11 minutes after the hour, so let's go ahead and we'll do our prayer. And I've got a video that's pretty creepy that I'm going to play for you guys after, and I'll explain that once we get to that point. Please bow your heads. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, you came that the world might know the peace that you have experienced with the Father eternally. Yet you taught us all that in this life that there will be wars and rumors of wars. Nations will rise against nations as violence works itself in, in and out of throughout the world. However, you, the world may be saved through you. O Lord, send your spirit into the hearts of all men and all women, that the world might know true peace through your abundant mercy. Dear Lord, let us recognize that during these times where many battles are fought with violence, that this battle can be fought with healing. This battle is about bringing those people that are sleeping right now and opening those eyes. Lifting that veil, dear Lord, a little bit more, we can turn them and let them see the truth that's coming out in this world and also see through the deception. Dear Lord, this is a battle and a war unlike anything that we have ever experienced in our lives, dear Lord, but you have picked every single one of us to be here at this moment so that we can serve you in the greatest ways. So I ask, dear Lord, that you keep our armor mended. Let us repent every single day, filling those cracks in the armor that we end up getting so that the devil has no way to work himself in to our lives. Dear Lord, in the times of doubt, give us the wisdom that we need to get through this. In the times of misunderstanding, give us the discernment so we know how to walk this walk and serve you the greatest ways we can, dear Lord. We are your warriors on this earth, but being a warrior doesn't necessarily mean drawing the sword. Being a warrior for you can be as simple as waking others up, leading them down to that narrow path, dear Lord, that you have us walking on, helping people find you so that they may have the relationship that we have, dear Lord. Dear Lord, let us be calm. Let us be patient during these times. Let us keep the guns in the holsters. Let us keep our, our swords and our sheets until that time that you ask us to raise them. Dear Lord, we know that in this time that you have great things planned for us and you have picked us here to be here for this time. But dear Lord, always speak to us. When we speak to others about you, let us speak your will and not ours, dear Lord. Let us, not, let us be very careful not to mislead people, but to, to direct them to what you need, dear Lord. We can't save people. We can't give people eternal life. Only you can do that. But we can utilize this time on this earth in order to direct people towards you, the one that can save their lives and, and give them that eternal life. Dear Lord, many of us are willing to die for you. But dear Lord, let us also be willing to live for you. Let us live every single moment in your name. Let us walk away from the material things of this earth. You said that those that love the earth are my enemy. Dear Lord, let us focus our love on you, 
completely, dear Lord. Let us follow your need, your desires, your wants on this earth, dear Lord. Let us be your voices. Let us be your feet. Let us be your hands to do the things that you need us to on this earth, dear Lord, so that we can wake those people up and build our army even stronger. Dear Lord, there's going to come a day where you're walking this earth again, dear Lord. So let us be ready. Let us be ready yesterday. Let us be ready today. We weren't promised tomorrow, dear Lord. We were only promised today. So let us all utilize this time on this earth every single moment. Let us not be ashamed. Let us be loud, dear Lord. You said on the Mountain of Olives that many people, many Christians would turn their backs on you. Dear Lord, let us not be those people. Let us stand by your side. Let us hold that line. Let us all come together in unity, dear Lord, and give us that strength every single day when one of us have fallen. Let us be there to lift these other people up, dear Lord. Let us just strengthen our army and keep it on par all the time. Every one of us are important in this great design that you've given us, dear Lord, and we're all grateful to be a part of it. So, dear Lord, let us not falter. Let us not stumble. Let us have that strength and the courage that we're going to need to get to this chaos, dear Lord. We understand that as weird and crazy as things are right now, they're going to get worse. Just like in your day, you promised us that by loving you, by serving you, those would others would persecute us and turn against us. So we're seeing that more than ever. But you also said on the Mountain of Olives, dear Lord, that there would be many that stood by your side, that held that line, that stayed right where they needed to be, dear Lord, speaking your word, spreading the gospel like you asked us to do. And that you said that those people that held the line would be a lesson to the world. And we know that that lesson's coming to the world, dear Lord. So let us do everything that we can, not only to better ourselves, to to work past the sins that we do daily, to constantly repent, dear Lord, but let us help others find that place as well so that they can walk that line with us. Dear Lord, we also want to spend this time just to thank you. Thank you for everything that you have blessed us with. Thank you for all the friends and the family that you bring together so that we can build our army and strengthen it, dear Lord. Thank you for allowing us to take the breath in the morning, dear Lord, and giving us that day that you promised, dear Lord. And thank you again for giving us tomorrow. And let us not waste every any moment that you've given us. Let us make the seconds count, dear Lord, while we're here on this earth so that we can win this. We know that you win this battle, dear Lord, but dear Lord, let us stand by your side and have the courage to fight right along with you. We love you, dear Lord, with all of our hearts. In Jesus Christ's name and our Heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. Yeah, guys, this time's getting really, really weird. And, you know, Scott and I, every Sunday, we kind of get together and we joke about how weird the things are happening in the earth and, and what could possibly top what happened last week. And it gets weirder and weirder and stranger and stranger. Everything that, that was told about us, the prophecy and revelation and all throughout the Bible is manifesting itself more and more day by day. And it's becoming completely obvious. We know that they wanna, they're striving for that new world order. We know they're striving for that one world government and they're gonna sweeten the deal. They're gonna make it look like they're doing things in our benefit. So this evil, like I said earlier, that we're staring at every single day, the evil we know that they're trying to implement is only a facade. It is the great deception. Guys, the great, you know, like I said, if, if we could possibly fathom what's going on, you know, our minds would explode if we knew what God's big plan was. God knows exactly where we're heading right now. And we just need to be ready for that and stand by and do exactly what he says. And you guys that watch Kill to Christian know there's days where I am ready to throw the rocks and pull that sword. But I've been, I, I saw a video the other day that just really set well with me and it made me understand and, and it explained to me just how to be calm during this time is we can't be pulled into the enemy's war. 
We are here to fight for God. And they want us to go to war with each other. They want us to have a civil war, a revolution, a world war. They don't care. They want to pull us into that. But that's not our war. Our war right now is healing. It's helping people. It's showing people the love and the light of God. It is building our army so that we are ready the day that God tells us that it is time to go to this war, that it's time to pull those swords. And we need to just relax and be calm until that time and not fear. There's a reason that God said over and over again, fear not. It is so important that we do not fear and that we stay calm because God gives us love, light, happiness. We need to maintain that. We need to instill that in others and not get caught up in in the chaos of what we're seeing right now in this war. So I've got this video that I'm going to play for you real quick, guys. And this is kind of creepy. I found this yesterday. I don't know how legitimate it is. The reason that I'm playing this for you is because I had come across um, a friend of mine who had had a vision that was almost on par with what this video is playing right now. And then I saw, um, I watched this little documentary and they kind of pointed out the same thing of a vision that another guy had. So when I sent this over to Scott last night, I told him, I said, I don't know how legitimate this video is, but it's still pretty powerful. Um, and listen to this. So when he listened to it, he got back with me immediately and said, brother, you are not going to believe this. I, when I arrived to my spot last night, to, um, to kind of begin, you know, talking to the people, you know, at the church that I'm at right now, the pastor literally echoed what this video said. He had a vision that was very, very similar to this. And like I said, guys, it is a little bit creepy, but at the same time, it is very, very powerful and exciting to know where we're heading right now in this world. Listen to this video. A lot of people are still. How long ago did you receive this order? <laughs> Two years ago, you have no idea. Of what? Of how close the return of your god is. It is close? You are the last generation. The children who are alive today will not reach adulthood. The children who are alive today will not have time to reach adulthood. No, they will not reach it. Heaven is empty already. The angels are already standing on the clouds. Your God is already seated on the air. Only you cannot see it. His feet are on top of the head of each one. Are you saying... There is no more time for it. There is no more? Are you saying that two years ago you received this responsibility? Yes, I received it. Who gave you this responsibility? The Lord Satan. Did he give it to you? Hey, how's it going? This is The Chosen One here, and I'm back at you with another video. And guess what? This is just another reminder that Jesus is coming back. A lot of people are still playing around with God. They don't believe that he's actually coming back. As you see from this demon speaking out in this clip, you can see that God is closer than you think. If you don't believe the preachers, if you don't believe the Bible, will you believe the demons saying it? You can't make this stuff up. People think that they have all the time in the world to repent. All right. Just because three years go by, five years go by, 10 years go by, doesn't mean that God still isn't coming. Now, a lot of people that reshare this clip are saying that it's coming from 2022, but it's not coming from 2022. I've seen different timestamps. Who knows how old this video is? All right, so you have to be careful. Do you really want to risk 
getting left behind by God. All right. Even if God doesn't come back in our time after death is still an appointment of judgment. And he's right. Even if he doesn't come back in our lifetimes, you know, after death, there's still an appointment of judgment. And there's no better time right now to be more committed and have a bigger relationship with, with the Lord Almighty in Christ than we ever have. And it's even more important that we spend this time helping others find that relationship because there's going to be a point when, when Christ comes back where they're not going to have the opportunity that they have right now. When they end up in hell, the flame, the torture isn't the worst of it. The worst part about being in hell is the absence of God. There's no one to cry out to. There's no one to pray to. There's no one to get you out of that. You're there. And this demon, I'll tell you, I mean, it was pretty creepy and it was being, you know, it was some guy that had been possessed. It kind of reminded me of the story of Legion. And this, what, what this demon was saying in this video was literally like Scott dropped his jaw when he saw that because not, it wasn't even maybe an hour before that, that the, the pastor at this uh, church he was at told him the same vision where he said that he saw that heaven was empty, that the angels were standing on the clouds. Christ was standing on our heads. They, they are positioning. They are in the vision that uh, Scott was told about, that the angels were told to, to stand down, to stand by, and to be ready. We're getting to this time, guys. And we know that, that Christ is going to come back and, and with the army that he's, that he's created is going to destroy this evil and the devil forever. But we also know in Revelation what we're heading into. We're heading to some dark times. We've got people right now trying to deceive us in every way. We can't trust the mainstream media. We literally have the wars and the rumors of wars. Um, I know you guys have been seeing a lot of the conversations Scott's been talking about. I'm talking about it on my show that, you know, there's possibly going to be a dirty bomb somewhere either, but, you know, Ukraine doing it to themselves, Russia doing it to themselves. There's a back and forth. And they're finally talking about this openly on mainstream media. So, is this the war, the rumors of war? At the very least, it's the rumors of war. We are watching um, this movement towards a digital currency, which you know comes into the whole mark of the beast. We are walking into those times. And every generation has had some kind of event or something that people have said, this is the generation where Christ is coming back. But it's never been more apparent than it is right now when you're watching prophecy from the beginning of the Bible, all the way from Daniel, all the way to the end of Revelation, just things unfolding bit by bit. And once again, guys, this is why it is so important that we read that scripture, that we talk to those people that don't know scripture, those people that don't know Christ. You know, don't be afraid. Walk up to somebody, just random stranger out in the middle of nowhere in a store or something and just ask them, can I talk to you about Jesus Christ? Do you have Christ in your life? They may turn you away, but they may listen. And the whole point right now is planting the seeds and making that effort because God hasn't asked too much from us, but he does want us to spread the gospel. And at the very least in this war right now, what we can do is help others find that because there's going to be a time where they don't have the time. And just remember this, guys, always try to do everything you can to help lead those people to Christ, but also understand that you're not going to be able to help everybody. So if someone is being reluctant, just remember that that, seed's yeah, that seed has been passed on and they're going to remember it one time and move on. Try to wake up your next person, guys. If we were to help one person find God, we've completed a great mission in this lifetime. And this is, you know, it's very, very important. You know, the more that they try to come after and persecute Christians, which happens more and more every day. I saw a list the other day of uh, 
thing of symbols that made you a domestic terrorist. And I'll be honest with you, I was surprised that the cross isn't on there yet. But one day it will be. The Bible will be considered uh, a tool of a domestic terrorist. This is where we're heading. And the more that they hate on us for being Christians, the prouder I am to be a Christian, the more I want to fight for God, the more I want to stand by loyally. And, you know, we should all wear that. We should wear the hate from the other side as a badge of honor because we were told we would be hated. And it's worth it because, guys, we have that relationship with Christ. And it's the most beautiful gift that we could possibly have on this earth. So stop focusing on, you know, having a great filet mignon for dinner or getting a better car or a nicer home. Right now, our focus needs to be completely on God and what we could possibly do for him in this world because the chaos is coming. We're two weeks away from from what I would consider one of the biggest elections ever, even more than a presidential election. And I know um, many of us don't have trust in the system right now that we're given to vote, but we can still go out and vote. Now, I I definitely would suggest that because right now the biggest thing we can do is overwhelm this. And then keep in mind, guys, even if you see things that look like they're working in our favor, if we end up winning the Senate, if we end up winning the House, if we see Hillary and, and Obama in handcuffs at the end of this month, be cautious. Be very, very cautious. And then remember that we've got two sides of evil that are working with and against each other. They need each other in order to get the the big plan out. But remember, we're being deceived by one side in order to push us into the hands of the other deception. And it's very, very important that you remember that we have to keep our eyes on God so that we don't get pulled into this war. Guys, we are a strong, strong army. We are a strong community. And the only reason that is because we have one thing in common. If anything else, we have one thing in common. We have the most important thing in common. And that is our love for God and our love for Christ and our commitment to fight and do everything that we possibly can on this earth. That is the greatest connection we could ever have. So no matter what disagreements that you and I have between one subject or another, whether the earth is flat or if it's global, um, when Jesus is coming back, is rapture pre, post, or after tribulation? None of that matters, guys. The only thing that matters is getting that connection stronger with Christ in the time that we have and helping others find that same commitment, that same same relationship. We, I know things are, are crazy, and I know that there are times that even I get filled with a little bit of anxiety. And that's why it's so important at that moment that you start feeling this anxiety, that you start feeling any kind of fear, to hop down onto your knees and to pray, to pray for the Lord Almighty that he gives us that strength, that he fills the cracks into our armor. And go back to what you know Scott had been saying over the last couple of episodes is the importance of sitting back and going back into your life. Kind of vision yourself from being a child all the way up until the age that you are today and, and try to recognize and remember the sins that you have had so that you can call them out to Christ, that you're not doing what many of us do. Dear Lord, please forgive us for our sins, but you're being specific about those sins. Going back through everything, because it's important to remember that one of the great things about repenting is not only does God want us to repent, but when you repent and when you say your sins out loud, evil can't use it against you. You've already verbalized it. You've already said it out, not only to God, but to the world. They can't use those sins against you. And then our job in the meantime, other than prayer and getting on our knees, is to work past and become better people and to help other people become better people. Not by judging them, but putting your arms out and giving them great love and letting them see, let them feel 
that relationship that you have with God. That's what's going to pull somebody into wanting that relationship themselves, not through mere words, but through actions. And this is why we're put on this earth right now is to serve God in the great ways that we possibly can and to fight this war. Right now, it's going to be a war through healing. And we got to be very calm in order to keep those swords in our sheaths during this time. Because uh, like I said, there's a difference between this war that's happening on this earth and the war that's happening between earth and heaven. And we cannot make a move without God because our armies will be destroyed if God doesn't have our back. But like I said before, you could have three people in God's army. And if God has your back, that war is won and there's nothing they can do about it. Guys, I want to thank you very much for joining us for this episode of Bended Knee. Um, I will be back through the week to do the Bended Knee episodes, and I will be running um, some absolutely phenomenal um, interviews that Scott has placed back, and he'll be back over this weekend. Um, I think this is the last trip that he's had planned for a long time, but um, this is just one of those spiritual missions that uh, that God is sending him on, and God has got missions for every single one of us. And when God says jump, we ask how high. We just got to keep walking this walk, doing what the Lord says, because we are going to be more important heading into these days in the future, because there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be seeking faith. There's going to be some biblical stuff that happens where people that have their minds closed and their heart shut and they're sleeping are going to wake up instantly, drop to their knees, and they're going to reach out to Christ. They're going to repent, and they're going to say, sorry, God, that it took me so long. Those times are coming. And during those times, our job is going to be there to comfort them, to give them the knowledge that they need, to give them the wisdom that they need, to send them to the videos that have been collected and created by all the different Christian patriots around the world, to hand over those threads. But most importantly, we're going to need there to give them a big giant hug, even those that hate it on us, guys. And that may be the more difficult things that we most of us have to experience is being able to forgive those that have been so unruly and so rude and so mean to us over the last couple of years. But you got to remember that we're Christians. We don't clench our fists. When somebody comes looking and seeking wisdom in Christ, we open up our arms. We give them a big hug and we welcome to our side, guys. We are forgiving, loving Christians and they'll ever forget that. Guys, I am grateful to be here today and the rest of this week. I love y'all very, very much. And I leave you with this. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, 
and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, not what your country can do for you and what you can do for your country. has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.
long I hope you come alive And welcome to freedom And welcome to home So take me down to the river Take me down to the sea To the land of healing Winds of love will carry me I want you feel arms around me Of each moment that I breathe Let your love surround me Bless my soul to sleep in To break these chains and fly away.
said Dominic Cat is a real back clear out of a form out of madness, little twain to his mighty throat. Many a fat other rat menace to my usual strength point blank on the covetous barrel. This saw some prowling machine. Truly a wonder of nature, this urban predator. Dominic Cat had many a story to tell, but it was a rare occasion such as this that he did. <laughs> Do you wanna lay down with me? Say the do you wanna lay down by my side of do you wanna lay down with me? Say the do you wanna lay down with me? Say the do you wanna lay down with me? Say the do you wanna lay down with me? Say the do you wanna lay down with me? Say the do you wanna lay down by my side of do you wanna lay down with me? Say the
Blood and blood. 